Pickaxe. Howdy, everybody, and welcome to Arc 4, Episode 8. This episode is all about the Grey and them getting started on Talor. Obviously, they need to find some people to sell to, and they have a decision to make. There are three major factions on Talor, obviously the Lionfolk, the Githserai, and the Tozath. The Tozath being wild cards, we discussed that last time, but they might be sitting on some riches that they don't know the value of. So who are they going to go with? Well, hopefully, we'll find out in today's episode. But first, we need to hear from our sponsors and listen to a few messages. Please don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. table and introduce ourselves i'm jason i'm the dungeon master going around the table starting with alex i'm never first hi well you're first i'm alex i play oh my god what's my name tobin (laughs) seafood monk holy moly it's It's been been a while yeah uh and michael hey i'm michael and i don't know how i'm gonna remember how to be angry or even try to do that and i play two car or tuck uh Minotaur, Bard, Barbarian. And Karen. Hi, I'm Karen, and I play Delphine Gray. Uh, Elvin, I don't know, I almost said Druid. It's, she's a cleric. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used we to the Elvin Druid line. <laughs> you spent, what, three, four years doing <laughs> It's going to be a hard habit to break. Captain Extraordinaire. Yeah, you are a captain. Don't forget to mention that. Yes. Uh, oh, we need to bring a cast member on to play Gilbert. <clears throat> Can we? Last, and certainly not least, the Stone Face Killer. Yes. <laughs> Mandy. <sighs> Hi, guys. <laughs> this is Mandy, and I play Lee, the human hood ornament for the <laughs> ship. <laughs> the br- Bruno? Br- uh, the Brutus. Oh. Yeah, that. The Bruno Mars. It is coming <laughs> to... DMCA. It's over. DMCA. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so a couple of things. Uh, we haven't sat down in, I feel like, eight months. I know that's not true, but uh, we spent like an hour and a half just catching up. <laughs> just just hanging <laughs> out, basically. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yes, it is true. Um, uh, Lee is currently petrified stone now what we found out briefly before starting this session was we did the math wrong uh so leeway is about 170 pounds when you're petrified your weight increases by a factor of 10 so she weighs 1700 pounds right now um then we looked up the rules for mechanics for dragging and being over encumbered and all that stuff <laughs> and the problem is your strongest character 
is also your heaviest character right now. So um, well, we'll get into that in a second. Also, meanwhile, on the ship, uh, we have a, a tiny, tiny emergency in the kitchen area. Uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in just a bit, but let's, let's jump over here to, to Skinflay Reef. <clears throat> you guys are out of this fight with the cockatrices. Uh, you know that there are some critters on this island. Uh, you also know that Lee is in a bad way. Um, now I forget, did you guys do a check to see if you know how long this condition was going to last? Did anyone have any uh, nature or, or medicine or... I don't think Tuck is the one who's going to get you through in terms of intelligence on this one. Because Michael's sure. playing anti-Michael. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> no, I got this, guys. I feel like, if anything, it was a captain who did a check, but I can't remember for sure. I don't think we did. So, okay. I, I, I vaguely remember us doing that. I don't have it in my notes, so let's do it now. Give me, give me a medicine or a nature. Give me, give me something. Whatever's highest for you. Uh, I'll go medicine because I'm a cleric. That's good. Yes. That's bad. So that's a nine. Okay. So you have, you've read about this condition in books, obviously, right? Because I imagine like, okay, I'm not a doctor, uh, but let's say I have some first aid training, right? Um, like I've read about parasites that swim up your urethra in certain rivers and then bloat your penis until it explodes like because that sticks in your head right that's one of those national geographic things it's like oh living nightmare that's for real that's in our reality right now cool so that sticks in my head now i'm not a doctor i don't know how to cure like an that episode of house it isn't right <laughs> yeah all i know is it's not lupus so <laughs> <clears throat> uh so you have a it's like Oh yeah, I read about this, guys. Hold on, like it's just, like <laughs> loading. <laughs> like I, I know I have some knowledge. On the tip of my tongue. I, I know this doesn't last. This doesn't last forever. It won't last like permanently. But I don't, I don't, I don't know what our window is. What would you tell the group? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, obviously. I'm going to be like, I don't think that this is permanent. Um, but I don't know. I'm trying to think. Would I have brought, since I am a cleric, would I have brought any, <laughs> would I have brought any books in me? Like medical books? I don't know. That's an odd one, right? Like, right. Because like, you should know cause it. Because I, I think I like walked out and left and we're like, oh, I guess we're going to go. So it's very impromptu. We didn't really prep to leave. Also, like, it's a quick jump to the island. You're coming back. The ship's that Like, you're not disembarking so much as, like, it's a pit stop. Yeah. So the fun thing is, thanks to Karen, uh, we now know that Lee is very much aware uh, and can see and hear the things that are happening. Um so we know that she is suffering. Uh, that's important. Uh, and <laughs> I don't know why it's funny to me. It's not funny. It's because you're a cruel woman. Yeah, uh, you're, that, you're mean. Yeah, you're a mean person. Uh, 
Every and once in a while. <laughs> I feel like every once in a while in this group, you live up to the Karen title. Like, just a little. Like, <laughs> not to us. You're a great weapon for the outside world. You usually use your powers for good. But I'm just saying, every once in a while. I think that we should maybe check back in with the crew and see what's going not I don't want to like that anything but like I think like obviously this statue is not going anywhere we can't carry this see if anybody has any other idea did you check for the weight of it did uh, did any one of you get up there and it's like okay maybe she just looks heavy I mean I, I did like, not <laughs> yeah I think Tobin would look to, to tuck and kind of give him a head nod um we could carry her back and he looks at him right big guy yeah I got this. I've picked up many of the things. Back of the dock works. This is easy. I could do this. And I'll go attempt. <laughs> give me, give me, give me an athletics. Give, just give me a roll. Just boom. <clears throat> so we know. Okay, here's the thing. This is just you testing it out, right? Mm-hmm. And unless you crit one it, like you're fine, right? Like, why was that with advantage? I don't know. Interesting. Well, whatever. Just did it on its own. <clears throat> you dropped the six. Like, it's still... Like, I think you'd walk up to it and it's like, uh-oh, like, this is... Oh, this is a real lift-with-your-knees project here. Um, So, fun fact. <clears throat> Tuck can, at max, drag 530 pounds. Uh, obviously, Lee weighs 1,700. There's a problem. Um... What you do to find out how much you can drag is take your strength score uh, and times it by 30. So I think Delphine's sitting at like a 11 and Tobin's got a 10. I don't think that's going to add up to 1700 altogether. Yeah. (laughs) I think you'd tip her over, but I don't think you want to do that. I think seeing Tuck unable to lift this up or even pull it Tobin is going to look to the captain and say well captain uh, I don't think we can take her back aboard as much as I'd like to see her as an ornament on the front of the ship we're probably going to have to wait this one out I mean you said it doesn't look permanent right yeah I don't think it's permanent I I don't recall. Maybe we should give it like a day or something. Tobin looks at the jungle where those those uh, cockatrices came out of. Looks back to her. Well, Captain, if it's all right with you, I'd like to sleep aboard the ship. Uh, I don't volunteer for guarding our dear friend here. Uh, maybe we could have some of the other crew come and spend the night out here, watch her. It's not like, and he points to he points to the statue. It's not like she even knows what's going on right now, and he kind of just knocks on the head. <laughs> I'd like to think that Tuck is still like trying to lift it. Face is going red. I got it. Just one second. Also, could you get rid of the rage that's on me? That's what's doing that's it. That's what's doing it. Yeah, unless you're really angry about Thanks. having to lift her. Let me just need to change my grip. That's all. <laughs> You're in an interesting situation because 
if you guys stay here with her, um, you might get attacked or, you know, something might happen. If you leave her, something might happen. And if you leave the other members of the crew, something might happen because of their ineptitude. Oh, I forgot they're idiots. I they're forgot. not? Okay. Idiots <laughs> is a strong term. They are well-meaning, hardworking, uh, just, just trying to earn some shekels, man. I thought we had a pretty good average on our true score, so they couldn't do anything too bad. I mean, we have a... We have a... What's his name? I forgot Jerry? his name. Right? We Jerry? have a Jerry. Yeah, we have yeah, a Jerry. We have a Jerry. So. You know what's funny? You should mention Jerry. Let's cut back to the kitchen because Jerry, <clears throat> Jerry really wants to impress, like really wants to impress Delphine because I think he picks up, you know, I think he picks up that maybe you're a little short with him sometimes or like he's just, he's not... He probably has those moments where the other crew, it's like, I don't know why she doesn't like me. I'm really trying here. Like, he's really, like, he's just lamenting the fact that, like, he's really trying. So he thinks if he can craft a a, a, a condiment or, or a sauce or, or something. So, like, he listened to you. Um, and it, it, it wasn't straight up sauces. So it was like, oh, that's more of a gravy. And this is a bolognese. And this, like, he's really trying to... To mix it up, but you, he, the the man's out of pots, out of pots, uh, and honestly, on a ship this big, th that's more Delphine's fault than Jerry's. Um, there should be more pots. So he started using other things. Uh, he started using buckets and uh, bowls and and stuff. And the problem is, um, he's he's got a lot of fatty meats and stuff in this one, and uh, it, it just uh, it it it. it the, the, the bucket just kind of fell apart because it wasn't meant to be heated like that. And then you got a grease fire, right? Uh, he was probably working with some uh, some fine Italian sausage. You, oh, you know, oh, it fills the kitchen is good smell, but it's not good when it's on fire. So here's what we're going to do. For every round <clears throat> that this fire uh, it, it is active... The ship is going to take 3d6 fire damage. Now, that sounds like a lot because you're thinking about it in your terms. Like, your ship, uh, let me bring it up for you. Uh, it's pristine. It's perfect. It's a good it's ship. Right off the rack. Yeah, this is a this is the Bentley of ships, right? Like, you're, you're fine. Like, this is a good, it's a good ship. So, I'm going to... Uh, boom. So, <clears throat> in D&D terms, you're a cross between a longship and a galley, right? <clears throat> so you're rocking about, uh, about uh, 350 hit points. So, that's pretty good, with an armor class of 15. So... <clears throat> the problem is, nothing's really attacking you, it's just on the ship right now. So, this thing... It's up to Jerry right now to put this out. For every round this goes, the DC for it gets higher. Uh, it goes up by one. Because it's a DC 10 plus every round. So all Jerry has to do is roll well in his dex check 
and he's going to put out this fire. Um, Jerry's got a dex of eight. Um, he's he's a little more he's a little more. Um, I don't want to call Jerry slow. That's rude. But he's focused. He's he takes his time. He thinks about these things. So let me. Does he? I mean, I'm not here. I'm not here. I'm here. No, I look. So all he's got to do is. Oh my god! So okay. All he's got to do is do that one more time. This fire's out. So it doesn't spread at all. Like, this thing is going to, like, he's, like, I think there's that panic of, like, oh, oh, God, oh, God. Like, he's, like, he's just trying to, uh, and he probably forgets the rule of, like, it's like, okay, cover it up with something or, like, baking soda, something like that. So uh, at least he didn't throw water on it, okay? Could have been way worse. So That's the fun part, yeah. this thing is still contained to the heating surface. It's not spreading. The ship takes no damage. And I'm gonna have him do one more of those. If 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 he does, if all he's got to do is get a ten or higher, and this fire goes out, it's gonna be great. So I'm gonna check back in with Jerry in just a little bit. So uh, back to you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> we are operating this. without the knowledge of a fire happening on this ship. Yeah, so much. <laughs> it's a real. This is that. Uh, this is that gut check. It's like don't meta game. <laughs> Tobin is gonna. Again, look at the captain and say, look, captain, I hardly know her. I mean, we've worked together for some time, but I feel bad just, uh, I guess, leaving her here. I also don't feel bad because I don't want to stay here. So I think maybe Tuck stays here. Yeah, that's OK. And kind of point. I don't want to see Jeannie again. Keep Genie on the ship. And he'll nod. Or or we trade. I can go back and Genie comes. But but <laughs> no more no more. I don't care. And he's just gonna continue. Again, again, these are just suggestions, Captain. You're you're the one in charge here, so uh, whatever you decide, I'll obey. <sighs> the problem is I don't think we should, anybody should be left alone. Like, we don't know what's going on on this island. Like, so if I leave Cuck alone and we leave to come back with somebody else to watch overnight, like, maybe something happens to Tuck like, by himself. But, like, if you go back by yourself, maybe something happens to you on the way to the ship and then nobody comes and we're stuck out here. Um, you know what? I'm gonna leave Gilbert here with Tuck, and then you and I will go back. <laughs> Tobin's like, okay. He kind of cocks his head, nods. Just a solid that, plan. There's at least instincts. there's at least two brain cells in there, and uh, <laughs> that'll work. And he looks back at Tuck. I assume he's still pulling the statue or trying to. <laughs> Tuck, stop, stop. <clears throat> so at it. We talked about how big Gilbert is, and we talked about, like, <clears throat> it's just kind of on Delphine's shoulders half the time. And, like, I picture she just does this, like a fucking Harlem Globetrotter, like, and, and the cat just kind of, like, liquid just slithers off of her and hits the ground and does the big cat stretch. But it's a fucking, it's as big as a cougar. Like, it's a big-ass cat. Big-ass, fat, fluffy cat. And it's going to walk right over to Lee 
and starts scratching at the uh, exterior of the of the stone. <sighs> Not doing any damage. It's more of a just you know, like stretching. Yeah, like, you know, just pants are all ripped up when she comes back. <laughs> <laughs> Worn fabric. I imagine, like, I imagine, like, Lee's all nice and warm, soaking up the sun. Like, like, Gilbert's just gonna, like, like, just, like, really aggressively get in there and do some real face rubbing. No damage, right? It's not like Gilbert could tip Lee over. (laughs) It's not not like any of us can tip Roll. Right, exactly. Like, Tuck can't do it. I don't, I, I don't think... I don't think Gilbert's going to pass the strength check needed. To... <laughs> <laughs> um, are you going to be okay here with just you and Gilbert, Tuck? Yeah. Why? Uh, what's out here? I'm, just I'm just... <laughs> I mean, yeah, just in case like more come, like. Obviously, we're going to go back to the ship and maybe we'll send somebody else out to stay or we can send a couple people if you want to come back for the night. Who? <laughs> I I don't, I don't, I don't. Okay, if I send Jeannie, I'll send two people and then those people can take over and you can come back, okay? Jeannie, come, I leave. Okay, yes. got it. Yeah, if Jeannie okay. comes, you can go back to the ship. Tobin nods to Tuck. <laughs> okay. I think yeah, I think he's got it. Okay. God. Don't try to move Lee. Just leave her. That's okay. I can practice my pen while waiting. Yeah, do a lot of that. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Staying in character. Uh, so <clears throat> here's what I'd like to do. And I think we should start with Karen because Karen is the captain and, and Delphine is in charge. So could you do me a favor? Mm-hmm. Could you give me, uh, a D 20 minus one in that dice tower over there, please? Oh God. Do I, so I just drag the dice over? Just drag the dice over, pop it in the dice tower. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> oh. Did it do it? Yeah, it did it. No. Okay. Oh, boy. So, you rolled a one. <sighs> oh, now, no. Now, in case, just in case you don't believe me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you on my screen. Oh, can you oh see my it? god, it's a zero. It's a oh zero. So, so I'm not fibbing. Um, I usually do public rolls, but I think it's fun to to do this every <laughs> once in a while. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, whoopsie doodle. <clears throat> so this fire is going to start to spread. <laughs> and I'm going to check in with it here and there because... Yeah, so you guys are going to get back on the dinghy and start moving toward the ship, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I think... Now, okay. I think a douchey guy would go, well, how many minutes would it take you to get... We're not doing that, right? <laughs> but I will... Uh, I will have each of you roll that same check twice. 
Does that sound the fair? Minus, minus one check? The minus one check, please. Uh, right in the dice tower. Uh, let's start with Alex. Okay, here I go. Okay, that's a five. Oh, boy. Uh, so I'm just going to have little hash marks here. Boop. Boop. Um, Mandy, please. Uh, D20 negative one. I get to roll it, too? You do get to roll it, too. You're a member of this crew. I, I'm a statue, but okay. <laughs> oh, 18. Ooh. Very nice. Okay, so uh, you just have to have two good checks, and it's fine, right? So, Michael, please. Sure. Now, can I... If I put it in there, do I have to modify the minus one in there, or is there? I could take one off if you do don't. Here? I have no idea how this works. Ah, damn it! That's a ten. Oh, that's not going to do it now because of the thing. So okay, let's let's do this. You've all rolled once, okay? And this this fire's starting to spread. So as he's getting to one bit of it. You know, the counter's on fire now, and the cabinet's on fire. Like, it's getting bad. So the rest of the crew is going to start getting in on this. They're going to go, oh, shit. Like, so now the DC's going to go down a bit because people are working on this, and they're trying to pad out this fire. That being said, uh, so far, uh, let's see here. Uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 96 damage. That didn't roll, did it? It did, but they're not finishing it's, it's not, it didn't do the thing. There, oh, there it is. 33. So, 33 damage. Not good. <clears throat> so, as you guys are rowing back, you're going to see the thinnest plume of smoke. Like, it's so thin, it's like, what is that? Like, what, is that is that our ship? And you're going to start to, like, I think, give me, give me, give me a perception, everybody. It's so different having a positive in perception now. <laughs> Should I not? Since I'm not technically yeah, back with them. Yeah, and I don't. That's cool. Yeah, don't worry, Lee. Um, so I think you guys will see this. 15 and 13, you'll, you'll both see. It's like, uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> I need one more round from everybody. Uh, if everybody could just do me a favor. Let's start with, let's start with Karen. Just give me a D20 negative one. Uh, shit. Okay. That's a 12. Okay. You know what? Don't even worry about rolling it in the dice tower now, okay? We're looking. <laughs> Look, just, I want you to... Because <laughs> now I'm starting to wait. It's like, no one's going to believe me. I got my camera, though, so that's okay. Look. <laughs> Alex. Yeah. We're, it's it's a DC of 13. Okay. Just give and me minus give me one, that. right? Yes. Oh, well, here you oh, go, buddy. Oh, Jesus <laughs> God. God. There you go. <sighs> okay. Um, Michael? 14 now. That was a yeah. 2. Yeah. It's a DC of 14. <laughs> God damn it. That's a 13. DC's 15. Uh, Mandy? Oh, God. I love okay. you so much, Mandy. I didn't mean it. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Yay! Wow. Yeah, 15? That's 15. Ooh. Okay, that so. Thing, that fucking dice. Yeah. <laughs> it like loaded. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna start to get this under control now, especially with 
uh, the crew working on it, but I'm gonna, it's, okay. Nine more D6s, 30. So 63 damage to the ship. That means this kitchen is scorched. Like, it's bad. Like, you're gonna see, you're gonna see smoke as you get back to the ship and, and you're not gonna see the crew. Um, the crew is below deck right now and they are, you're gonna hear a lot of commotion and stuff like that and you're gonna smell smoke. Like, it is thick. Um, it's gonna smell like burning wood. And... Uh, you're gonna, you're gonna reboard the ship. You're gonna climb up the side. There's like this rope ladder type of thing. And, uh, we, <laughs> Delphine and Tobin are, are, are back aboard. Tobin looks to Captain Delphine and says, Hmm. I don't think this is part of the plan, Captain. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's that's so angry right now. <laughs> that's fine. It's it can be fixed. It can be repaired. Um, can we just can we establish who is actually supposed to be the cook before we get into this? Well, like I mean, like is a, there a designated person? I mean, like it's one of those things. I think it's a it, it's a rotating thing between a couple of people. Jerry is just really gung-ho about it right like he really wants to be he's like no i can do this i can absolutely do this clearly he cannot <laughs> this could have happened to anyone so i think when tobin says like oh this wasn't part of the plan she's just gonna like side eye him and then uh go toward the smoke and try to figure out what's going on so there's um there's a set of double doors uh, with with stairs leading down, and if you open these double doors, smoke is just going to like a like a backdraft of smoke is just going to hit you in the face, like so much so that it's like, oh my god, I can't breathe, and it's gonna it's gonna vent for a couple of seconds. You're gonna hear people running around. It's like go go over there, over there. Like you're you're gonna hear like people, you know, and then they're gonna hear you start to come down the stairs, and it's going to get super quiet for a second <laughs> and then louder as everyone wants to everyone wants to be the one who fixed the problem you know what i mean mm -hmm. it like and the only person who isn't saying a fucking word is jerry jerry is very quiet like jerry is trying to hide behind two other crew members just like make himself real small like just kind of you know but if you go down there, it is <clears throat> um, every cooking surface is just black scorched. Like it, it, it started to creep up into the cabinets. Um, like you could see where fire just like licked all of the bottoms of these cabinets. It's charred black. Um, it used to have this lovely cherry, uh, this cherry wood thing. It's very homey, kind of warm and rustic. And um, there's not a wooden surface in this kitchen that isn't in some way tarnished by fire or smoke damage. But the fire is out. Fire's now. out. Fire's mm -hmm. out. It's taken care of. But if you, okay, think of it in terms of like a house fire, right? Let's say your house had 350 hit points, right? What would 63 hit points look like in damage to your house? 
That sounds amazing. like a kitchen remodel to me. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, if I can, I say Tobin's walking in slowly behind we uh, uh, Delphine, and then like he peeks over her shoulder. Yeah, not great. And he realizes he's saying this out loud. Oh, sorry, Cap. <laughs> Yeah, you're trying, gonna get I'm, over I'm the trying shoulder to, I'm trying to play five charisma. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> it's really hard. Uh is gonna take it all in. Should be so quiet. Like scary quiet. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> Mom's mad, but she's not saying anything. And I think, like, after, like, a minute or two, she's just gonna, like, cross her arms and look over at the crew and ask, would anybody like to explain what happened here? I think one by one. It's almost imperceptible to the naked eye. But I think Delphine would notice that the crowd is slowly parting away from Jerry. There is a lone figure. And and they're, they're, it doesn't even look like they're shuffling. They're just like... It's like a glitch in cyberpunk. They're just kind of... <laughs> they're, just, they're just floating away. And Jerry is going to stop trying to be small after he... Um... <clears throat> Like he's just, he's, it's, it's part the smoke and part like he's stalling. Like, <clears throat> um, well, uh, Miss, Miss Delphine, I, I, before you left, I, I said that I, I want to repay you. Um, this wasn't it. This wasn't the repaying. I, I, there was, the, uh, a, a malfunction of, uh, cookery. The cookware, it, it fell apart. And it's not, it's, it was a freak accident and it'll never happen again. Like he's clearly scared. I thought that we were all out of cookware. In a literal sense, yes. In a, some would say creative sense, I used buckets and I used, um, there was, um, more of a like a like a colander and I used that and that as you can imagine did not hold liquid as well as I would have liked it to so I started covering it up with little um little bits of uh dough and I tried to like I tried to and he's going to go into great detail about what he did uh I feel like Tobin Look, he senses the captain's displeasure, so he goes, dat, 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 and he like slowly walks up to to Jerry. All she needs to know is how do you plan on fixing this, Jerry? And then he's gonna look to the rest of the of the, of the crew, and I think all of us would like to know how you plan on fixing this. And he's gonna get like this really crazy look in his eyes. Can you give me an intimidate? Please give me a little intimidation check. Got it. It's not. I'm not great at intimidating. I wow. I'm really bad. Oh, that was almost a twenty. It was almost a twenty. 
does a five. So like, I feel like you bringing the crew into it a little bit. Like it's, it's kind of like, it, it, you know, he's Jerry's a bit of a rube. I would say like he, he's well-meaning, but a rube. I don't, I, um, well, I have a cousin in Fair Bay who does woodwork and he's pretty good. I think, I think if I told you it was for me, he would only charge you half price. Tobin kind of looks at Jerry, tilts his head with like a, what the fuck, like look on his face. And then he just shrugs and walks next to Captain Delphine and whispers in her hair. Ah, look, the guy's an idiot, clearly. Ah, I know you got a heart in there, Captain. Maybe go a little easy on him. I mean, he looks around. I imagine a cabinet, just a door just falls. <laughs> At least it's not the whole ship. Delphine's eyes are going to find Jeannie. And where were you? Because I asked you to keep an eye on Jerry. Oh, no. Je- Je- like, I think that's the general vibe where it's like, okay, I'm safe. And then all of a sudden, boy, like solid snake exclamation point. Like just not. It's like, it's like, oh, um, well, I, in my defense, you know how the windows to your room have been smudged for some time. And I just wanted to get the inside as clean as possible. And then I noticed that the outside could use a bit of work too. And then once I got done cleaning that, I said, well, why not? I clean the banisters. And then I started cleaning the banisters and then I smelled smoke. And then I smelled smoke. There is a silence in this small kitchen area that is so deafening. You can hear heartbeats. Like you can, you can, you can hear all of you growing like older by the second. Like that's how, that's how quiet it is. Look, I, I will make this right. Please don't fire me, Miss Delphine. I will make it right. I'll pay out of pocket. You don't have to, you don't have to pay me nothing. As soon as we get to where we're going, I will find somebody to, to fix this up. Please, please don't fire me. He is going to get down on his knees and he is going to be groveling at Delphine's uh, feet. Don't touch me. He, <laughs> Karen, how's it feel to have all this power? Oh my God. <laughs> like, I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> like I'm looking at the cat, I'm looking at her face and it's just like, Smile, frown, frown, smile, <laughs> frown, frown, frown. <laughs> because I think this is hilarious, but I'm trying not to laugh through it because I want to make it like, I want to make it good. Um, <laughs> I think like after a minute, Delphine's going <clears> to <throat> take a deep breath. And so this is what we're going to do. We're going to clean this up. And when I say we, I mean you guys, because you were here. You're all responsible for this. So you're going to clean this up as the best you can. 
And then I need a couple volunteers to go watch something overnight. I'll do Any it. I'll do, I'll, I'll do it right now. Just, just send me. I'll do it. I'll clean this up and then I'll, I'll wherever you want to send me. Mm-hmm. I'll look over to Jeannie. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's she's mortified that uh, she got roped into this tomfuckery. Um, she she she's she's like yeah she'll she'll try to make it right. So I I take it it's Jerry and Jeannie going. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. I'm so sorry, Lee. Succeeded on that check for you, Karen. <laughs> I love you so much. And I, this was not how it was going to play out, but then my kitchen was set on fire. That is fair. Woman's got a point. Her kitchen was <laughs> set on fire. Get this set up in IKEA. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm going to leave this area. Um, Adalbert uh, is is probably going to approach Tobin at some point here and just kind of like, just kind of like knock on. Adalbert's kind of soft-spoken. Mm-hmm. Um, you get the sense, like Adalbert's kind of young. You get the sense that like hasn't been around the block too many times, but very well-meaning, like hardworking kid, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, excuse me, uh, Mr. Tobin. Hands around. Oh, whoa, you gotta be a little louder than that guy. Come on. I I didn't want to interrupt Miss Delphine uh, in the middle of her, um, chastising. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was looking into it, and uh, if we, uh, if we do land somewhere near Westport, uh, I'm sure we can get some of the locals, uh, probably uh, hard-working individuals, to come aboard the ship and and, and remodel our kitchen for a very uh, decent wage. Uh, nothing that would set us out of pocket too much. Hmm. Tobin nods and rubs, rubs his chin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a bad plan. I mean, obviously, I thought about it first, right? I, I'm sure you have. I'm just, I'm just vocalizing. It's mostly just uh, cloud talk. Hmm. Good, good, good. He'll look at the crew. Oh, there's a small problem. Uh, you know, the the buff lady we have on the ship, Lee, the bodyguard. Hmm? Yes. She's currently a statue. Is it a figure of speech? I wish it was, but uh, no, no, these, these big old chickens came out of the jungles and turns out either they're beaks or saliva or something's got uh, goop that turns you into stone. If you get hit too many times, you know, I never get hit. Uh, but Lee, mm, she's a little slow on her feet these days. So she's a stone. She's a statue. Say, you're a pretty smart guy. And he like kind of like, like slaps his cheeks a little. Is there any books on board about this kind of people turning stone thing? Is there a word for it? Uh I could look and see. Uh, I know there's uh, plenty of things uh, on board about the general area, nature, uh, b- b- politics mostly. Um, but right. I-, I could look into it for you. Yeah, yeah. And he's going to like put one arm around him. I think, and he points to his face, you do that instead of cleaning with these busybodies, right? You come talk to me when you find out about what this is, all right? Me first. Only me. Got it? Uh, yes, of course. I right away <laughs> and he's gonna like 
keep this little salute type of thing. Like, like Tobin know. like doesn't Tobin he's like salutes like ah yeah fuck it yeah yeah. <laughs> so we're sending Jeannie and Jerry over on the dinghy to Tuck and Lee. Mm-hmm. Okay, this so is, yeah. I don't feel bad about it at all. It sounds like a great plan to me. <clears throat> they're going Sorry. to, they're going to load up, and they're going to like this. Is, like it's almost nightfall. Like they're they're going to arrive, and um, how close an eye are you keeping on 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 Lee there, Tuck? At first, very much a lot of it. Like this is my charge. I'm doing this. I got a little hungry, so I probably should practice a little. So, she she's not going anywhere. It's true. So much, though, you could see the area around her where it's this kind of soft tuft of grass that's just been compacted around <laughs> by the weight. Um, could you do me a favor, uh, Mandy? Could you roll a flat D10? And this is uh, the amount of interest local wildlife might have on this new landmark. Okay. Do I put that in the dice tower or just... Oh, no, just throw it right on the table. All right. Ten being the most interest. Ba-da-da. Oh, average. Oh, right. That's a five. So we got some birds. Um... And we got a little poop. Like that's just that's just oh, from, no. that's from birds. <laughs> oh, like you get birds, you got some poop. So you, you know what happens mm-hmm. if we don't clean up the bird poop on bridges? What? It's so acidic that it breaks bridges. No shit. Yeah. Huh. Pun pun not intended, but yeah, no, that's that's <laughs> that's crazy. But it has to be like I, I would assume like a couple years worth, but yeah. Did you know? That your mattress quadruples in weight thanks to dead sin- uh, skin cells. That, uh, that, that yeah, that's fucking weird, mm. right? It's weird. Montabella. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know we're gross? <laughs> <laughs> gross. <laughs> oh man, motel mattresses. Ooh, think of how many people you're getting to sleep on. <laughs> <laughs> the man is gonna barf. I, uh, you know, because like, okay, do you know when you open uh like uh like a motel blinds and it's sunny outside, you could see like dust and stuff floating through the air. Dust is just dead skin cells and stuff like that. So imagine when you flop down on that bed at the end of a long day of travel in a car, just kind of a plume of invisible dust mites and things like that just in the air anyway um so i don't know i just like to see mandy's reaction mandy's so easy to gross out it's it's so mean you can say the word nipples and she recoils like a shotgun blast like it's so fucking easy so but mandy at least lee is disney princess because animals are hanging out on her and she's known in a combat pose from what i remember yeah. So um, Jerry and Jeannie are going to get there, and Jeannie's immediately going to get to work cleaning off, uh, cleaning off Lee. Like it's like, oh, this won't do at all. You know that type of thing. Just kind of, they're mortified that you're petrified, and they're doing anything they can to like 
make your experience better. Um, how about we cut to the next day? About 22, 23 hours later, uh, Lee is going to uh, kind of almost instantly revert. Now, Tuck is there, and, and Jeannie, and Jerry. I'm betting Jeannie did a lot of talking. And we know that Tuck practiced a bit. Um, so how about this? <sighs> On a scale of 1 to 10, can we see how good Tuck was at his pan flute? Yeah, he's 1 to 10. Just 1 to 10. Oh, <laughs> about as well as we expect. Two. That's a two. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Michael. Let's see. What mm. happened to give? I'm going to roll a flat D10. Let's see if Genie even got close to finishing a thought. Like, just one thought. <laughs> oh, she told many stories. That's an eight. Like, she... You know Jeannie's life story. And boom. Lee's going to be unpetrified. I'd like yeah. to think that Tuck forgot that he was supposed to come back when Jeannie... <laughs> so, I think Lee will snap out of it and she'll be like, you know, like falling through on her thing just because just she was in motion. But then she'll stop... And just slowly stand up and put her glaive on her back and turn and look at Tuck. Morning. Give me your plat pan flute. No. Give me the fucking flute. No. <laughs> just, just kind of glares like... The next time I see you, take that out. And it is not in a combat situation. It's it's broken. It'll be in a million pieces. You better not take that out again. You're making a joke. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> She'll stare and then turn to Jeannie and just kind of look at her. You know that story with the brothers and 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 the forest? That was terrible. Rewrite it. That actually happened. Wow. That's unfortunate. And then just kind of clap her on the back. <laughs> <laughs> that was autobiographical. Um, loading up on this dinghy, getting the entire crew back together. Um, Jesus, it is now the second of Ringway. Uh, Don't forget Gilbert. Oh, of course, Gilbert. That goes without saying. He's leading us. Yeah. <laughs> I picture Gilbert's one of those cats who always looks very proud of absolutely nothing. Uh, just very meow, like very regal looking, but you know, <laughs> shoulders back, chest out, like that type of, you know. 
what's the plan, guys? You, you've had some time to think. You've had a whole month to think about um, who you're trying to sell to first. I think uh, Tobin will approach Captain Delphi once again. Uh, did Albert ever get back to me? Oh, about yes. My... Okay. So, so I'm... Adelbert has uh, some some info about uh, you know petrification in general. There there are animals on this continent that can do that permanently to people. Gotcha. Uh, so he's look out for that, like that type of thing. You know, just you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's also going to tell you about um, some local local tribes in the area and give you a bit more of a download on the line folk and Gizzerai as a whole. Weirdly, couldn't find out a lot about the Tozeth. We really, you know, like it's it just wild cards. Uh, How strange. Not on the books. It's really Ooh. weird. Um, like, you know, yeah, it's just weird. But they just popped into existence. <laughs> So yeah, I hope Tobin will take this knowledge, thank Adelbert, go to the Captain Delphine. I assume she's like in either her quarters, like doing the daily upkeep or whatever she got to do, or doing the rounds on the ship. Um, so I'd say just for the sake of this, like it's he catches her while she's walking around. He's like, Captain, good news, a lot of good news. Uh, first, I know what happened to our dear sweet old Lee. Uh, this thing called petrification. I think I read about it in a book once. Uh, a lot of creatures do it. Some on this continent can actually do it permanently, so better keep an eye on those for that. Uh, second, uh, I think, and this is just, you know, random thought I had, we could potentially get some hired help in Westport to build, rebuild the kitchen at a lower cost. You know, I mean, we have plenty of funds in the coffer, so just an idea. Just thought I'd float it by you. Oh, that's a really good idea. I wonder... Wasn't there, like, a lead around Westport? He kind of tilts his head. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm I'm not here to do the thinking. I'm, I'm just here to, you know... He does the motion of, like, <laughs> punching his hand. But every once in a while, uh, inspiration strikes, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So you think we should go to Westport? Well, <laughs> again, I'm not a navigator or a strategist captain. I just give you my two cents. And uh, yeah, Westport seems like, for me, the best bet. Also, uh, I'm pretty sure out of all the uh, settlements on the continent, Westport's probably the best bet at finding fixers or future uh, mediators, business associates, maybe. Contacts, if you will. Okay. Um, we should check in on the ground crew, I think. No, I, oh. I know. We should check in on the ground crew. I mean, he looks to, like, the general area where the where she said Jerry, where, like, where the statue, we know where it is, just from, like, you know, raw guesstimation, and he looks over, looks back. <clears throat> I don't see any smoke, so Jerry can't have done too bad over there, right? <laughs> oh, you have humor. By the way, um, Adelbert would have tried to go above and beyond, right? Because it's like we know. Well, it's like we know what happened to 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 Lee this time. But what if Lee gets something else that we're not ready for? He'd use Lee as an example. Like you know, maybe maybe she has real bad luck. Don't know yet. 
too soon <laughs> to tell. But um, he'd approach you. Uh, he's like, oh, I, I, I found another list of ailments uh, that are somewhat common uh, on this continent. So keep an eye out for those. Um, and he'd give you uh, he'd give you like a list of things. Uh, bone jigglies. Oh, uh, um, <laughs> uh, there's something called lung fold. No. Um, and toe explosion. Uh, okay, hold on. Bone jigglies. Uh-huh. It's spelled the way it sounds, I Oh, assume. yes, absolutely. It's more it. of a colloquial phrase. It's, it's, you know, it's like, oh, you got bone jigglies. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, that's when, that's when your bones turn to jelly, basically. Yeah. Uh, toe explosion. And what was the second jelly. one? Uh, lung fold. Lung fold. That sounds like a uh, good time. So yeah, I'll, I'll mention these because that happened beforehand. I assume. Yeah, no, that would have yeah. been. Yeah, he okay. would have just like it's like oh here's here's some extra ones just in case. So, <laughs> yeah, totally, totally, Captain. Yeah, we got there's some pretty uh, gnarly conditions out there. Uh, we we might and he this is genuinely him. We might want to consider talking to like a healer or like a you know local doctor not not to say you can't do the job captain i'm talking about someone with uh, specific knowledge of medical anatomies things of that nature and he just realized he just keeps digging the hole deeper and deeper <laughs> you know you know like somebody who's gone to school for a long time ah. <laughs> and then he stops <laughs> looks at the captain I'm, I'm gonna go over there he nods, does the little, does that the salute that he saw Adelbert do, and he tries to do it. <laughs> and while he'll walk away. So I guess the captain's got a decision to make. Are we going to Westport? Are we going off the grid? Are we are we trying to go north or south of the division line? What are, what are we doing here? Uh, I think with the additional list of horrible, terrible things that could happen to people that she would be inclined to go towards the city first because less likely to encounter those things. It's like any place in the world, right? Like, you know, you you venture far enough off the grid and you get bit by a snake or something. Like, it just Mm -hmm. happens. And the kitchen's going to take so long to fix. If we're going to find somebody, we should get somebody on it now. That's fair. You're going to find more people in a city that have carpentry skills than out in the yeah. field, I guess. Imagine a carpentry crew of toes off fixing the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just the scene from Jumanji, the original one, where the monkeys are in the kitchen. Stove equals fire. God. <laughs> Which we've already had. So we're going yeah. to Westport. Let's go to Westport. Well, we gotta wait for our ground crew. I mean, we gotta wait for everyone to go back. <laughs> well, no, they're, they're, like, I'm not... You're not setting sail now, but let's say they they get back. Everyone's you know. So this is so on the second you were deciding. It's like okay, here's where we're going, guys, mm-hmm. and you let the crew know. Do, yep. Do, do Lee or Tuck have any uh, strong feelings? I'm very much for this decision, but I don't. Uh, I think. I think uh, Tobin knows that I'm looking for someone. But that's how he helps recruit me. Uh, but I, I definitely in for this. So there's no issue with with. Oh, we're going here. Oh, yeah, of course. It's of course what's where we go. Yeah, it's great. I, w- I would pull Tuck aside at some point, with away from the rest of the crew and even the captain. Hey, so 
how'd you do it? And he's going to point to Lee as she's like, I assume it's like when a kid walks on sand for the first time. She's like getting her bearings back like, oh, Jesus. And so he'll like, everything aches. Yeah, he'll point to Lee and then look at Tuck. How'd you do it? How did she unstonify? Well, I was supposed to watch her. She was there. Then the other people were there. Then she was no longer stone. Oh, okay. So you literally did nothing then. I mean, I ate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's good for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. I mean, you growing boy kind of punches him a little on the leg. Needs his protein. Uh, listen, I think we're going to go to Westport. <laughs> you know, the, 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 the only, I think, the only big city down there. But <sighs> you remember when we met, right? How, what we used to do for money. Yes. You think we could, uh, you think you want to go 2v2 in there? Maybe find some old circle pits? Yeah, I could. I need to stretch, stretch out some. I figured you would too in this tight boat. He like, he, like he, he can hit Genie. As Tuck says that, you'll see Tobin like smile like, oh, I definitely need to stretch a little bit. And he'll like crack his knuckles. I mean, we did, we had a pretty good run. We we should probably not get people running after us, though. Yeah, that part we <laughs> we'll cut that part out. Yeah. Okay. Because this time, and he kind of looks around before he says this, and then leans in. We have actual money to back up our stakes. <laughs> yes, of course. I think I have mine. Well, I mean. Captain's got a lot of money. I mean, that's the whole reason we joined the ship. <laughs> what was that, Karen? <laughs> I didn't hear. <laughs> I'm sorry, Karen. My my cat and I can't hear what you said. <laughs> Listen here, <laughs> you little shit. Motherfucker. <laughs> oh, jeez. Good times. So on the third, I would say you'd get to you 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 pack everything up. You you manage any damage in the uh, kitchen, and uh, you would pull up anchor, set sail again, and you'd reach Westport <clears throat> sometime in the middle of the night. And uh, I figure I don't want to put words in your mouth that you'd probably wait till morning to to disembark. And you're going to pull into this uh, this relatively decent sized harbor that they have, and. Uh, could everyone do me a favor? Give me a perception check. Let's see what this place looks like to you guys. Man, I'm just getting 11s all night. Yeah. <sighs> wow. It's like the game knows we're low level. It's like, ah, here you go. It's interesting. Yeah. It, 13, 12, 10, 11. Like, those are the most average. Like, it's fine, you know. So, I think... <clears throat> mostly uh, in the morning, there's going to be this haze before the, the, the sun kind of burns everything off because it gets it gets kind of hot on uh, on Talor. And you're going to see, as the sun starts creeping up, lights start to go out in, in the town. But it's it, it appears to be somewhat bustling even very early in the morning. And you're going to see... Um, People unloading cargo and stuff like that. A, a couple of fairly decent-sized ships. Uh, you're going to see them unloading cargo. You're going to see people run back and forth. 
And in Westport, yes, you're going to see a lot of lion folk. You're going to see a lot of githserai. You're also going to see a bunch of other people because there's an entire cottage industry on supplying these two sides. Uh, this is so. This is kind of a demilitarized city. Whatever happens outside the city borders, that's your problem. But inside, no violence is allowed. And there's this weird, tenuous truce, and everyone kind of keeps it up because they want new stuff, right? And, I mean, they're not going to leave Talor to go find you. They're waiting for people to import goods. So there are shops, there's bars, there's a bunch of people, you know, tieflings, halflings, dwarves, humans, all that good stuff. Um, and a lot of them own the shops locally around here. Where would you guys like to go? What would be the first... I, honestly, Adelbert is probably going to uh, approach you, probably Tobin. I feel like he's he's all chummy with Tobin now. Like, to Tobin gave him a compliment. So, Adelbert's, Adelbert's kind of mousy. He's in the he's in a bit of the uh, the she's all that phase, but the overalls and glasses phase, not the <laughs> she got like not that like he he's in the pre that so he's in the pu pupa stage. Yes, exactly. Uh, mm -hmm. So he would he would kind of like you know wring his hands and and go up to Tobin, um, uh, Mister Tobin, if I may. Mm. Oh yeah, sorry, Albert. Again, I didn't see you there, man. You gotta, you gotta speak up a little. I'll, I'll work on that. I, I, as the ship's scout, um, I was hoping to make myself useful and uh, do a bit of running around, uh, a bit of a schmoozing, if you will, um, uh, rubbing shoulders with the locals and um, seeing if I can get some intel for the group. Oh, and Tobin, he gets this kind of, he gets that half smile. I think that's a great idea, Adelbert. Yeah, and he looks around again. As a matter of fact, in addition to that, I know we're going to be looking for, you know, contacts, buyers, what have you, but if you happen to hear about uh, people looking for a specific form of entertainment, namely one that involves people getting punched in the face, uh, maybe you don't write that in the ledger. You memorize it and you come to me. He's going to furiously... He's got... So... He's got this 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 little thing of ink in his pocket, and he's going to scrawl down. Don't write that down in his thing. Like he's he's going to specifically <laughs> write down so he won't forget that he can't mm. write that down. Tobin bites his tongue a little. Yeah, well, don't write too much down. And he's gonna he's gonna salute, um, and he's gonna go find specifically. He's going to go find uh, Lee and Tuck. And I don't know if you guys will be together or or whatever, but he would try to stop you. Um, excuse me. Um, uh, I I I know you had quite the ordeal yesterday, and I, I was wondering if there was something I could get, uh, some sort of um, uh, a comfort item, uh, a snack. Uh, a, a hug, something uh, that I might be able to get um, on uh, a shore leave for you. Can you get me... Can you let me know what the best uh, way to get a message back to the mainland is? Oh, I would imagine it's by letter and boat, ma'am. Well, if you can find the fastest way, let me know. I'll get right on it. Uh, and you, sir, he's going to crane his head up. <laughs> 
Whatever good food, whatever is delicious here, love to try that. Also, I don't know if you could look into anything, but if there's anyone or any group that would take people, could you find out that? I'm afraid I don't catch your meaning, sir. Uh, take people. Uh, uh, people, the, the, the people that take people <laughs> that the, 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 uh, hold on, hold on. Tobin, Tobin told me, uh, the, the, the underground of people. Oh, d drow. Maybe. Do you, do you mean people that live underground or, or like a recruiter, someone who, um, He's almost playing charades with you now. Like he's trying to. Is it two well, words? Tuck is also trying to to take all of these pieces and put them together. Uh, uh, the people that do business, but not in the open. Oh, uh, like a, a black market goods. I mean, I don't care about their color, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Tuck doesn't see color. I saw That's everybody. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that was brilliant. <laughs> oh my god. Sir, do you mean slavery? No. no. Uh, okay. Um I feel we're back to square one. Oh right. I'm okay. You want to find a I'll business that doesn't doesn't advertise and sells illegal goods. How about, how about this? I'm looking for someone. Mm -hmm. I want to know if they're here. With you so they far. They did come here on purpose. They were kidnapped. Yes. That's, that's the word. That's, that's the word. Is this for like a, a ransom or? I don't know. I, I, I didn't, I don't have any of that. I just know to check. All right. I want to see here. That's fine. Uh, food first. I think that that would yes. be. Oh, yes. Yeah, I think that would be much easier, but I will look around and uh, uh, see what I can find out. And he's going to take his leave of you as quickly as possible because he doesn't. Your instructions are not clear and he doesn't. He, The more you talk, the lower the percentile chance of him being able to do the thing that you want him to That's do. That's perfect. Yeah. So. He's... I think. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, please. Oh, uh, I think Lee was listening to this. Wait, were we together? Oh, because, yeah. yeah, okay. So Lee was kind of listening to this conversation, kind of like, like, eyebrows up, just like, what is going on? <laughs> Versus like, does he want to sell people? Does he want a, a girl or something? And then just kind of stares at him. What are you looking for, Fuzzy? My master. You and have I hold the pan flute in my hand. Oh, and uh, uh, yeah, on reflex, that is uh, getting getting slapped out of your hand. <laughs> it's just going to clatter to the deck of the ship. <laughs> I feel like, okay, as naive as Adelbert is, I feel like that's where it's, it's just like, okay, 
are you looking for like a hooker? Because like you don't need to kidnap somebody for that. That's everywhere. It's fine. Like it's you somebody for that. Yeah, that's yeah. You don't need to go through the trouble of like you know taking someone. It's fine. Um, he's going to take his leave. He is going to skitter off the ship, and he like he's going to forget to talk to to Delphine. He's going wow. to he's going to because he's overloaded. The guy has so much RAM and it's fucking caked up with 90 instructions that cancel each other out. That's his fault. That's Adelboard's fault. He's just, well, I mean, look, I'm pretty sure Delphine's eyes changed color in in that room in the kitchen. Like, I'm pretty sure they were just red. Do you remember? Do you remember in Rogue One where? <laughs> They're in that they're they're in that starship, and the hallway's dark, and there's just fog and smoke everywhere, and then just a lone red lightsaber fucking comes on. <laughs> That's what I feel is the mood that Delphine exhibited in that kitchen. Hundred percent. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys are in a brand new town in a brand new continent. You're looking to make a name for yourself, but not too big of a name for yourself. Um, and you have goods to sell. Khajiit has wares. W- what do you want to do? Like, she has a way. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Tovin will talk to... I-, I assume all four of us are walking off because we're like the the upper management of the ship. Or at least our captain <sighs> is. Uh, Tovin will look at Captain. Uh, captain Delphine. I know we're here on, on business, but my uh, my buddy Tuck and I we we have some uh, what's the gentle word to put this short time habits that we like to partake in. It's a ritual. If uh, if it's okay, uh, we'd like to take some time off before we actually go find these buyers. That's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> I. I don't need to know about it, <laughs> but <laughs> that's that's fine. Like, are you like you want like a couple hours? Like, ooh, up. Uh, he looks at Tuck, how, and he's like, "How long do you realistically think it'll take for us to?" I, I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to hear. Oh yeah, maybe like a day. Oh, very nice. That's impressive. <laughs> Tobin is the man I wish I was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fine. I will just just go around and scope things out. I guess. Well, I don't I, have to interact with anybody. I guess. If it helps, I mean the little guy, uh, Albert. No, Adelbert. That's his name. The little guy. Yeah, he's out there already scouting for us. Didn't he ask you what you needed or anything like that? Did he ask you for a list of things? Oh, he looks at Tuck and, and, and Lee. Yeah, right. He asked us what we wanted, like food and stuff, right? Oh, you just sold him out immediately. Wow. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, he helps. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Maybe didn't ask me. That's fine. Um, oh, no, he got the that's fine. That's not fine. <laughs> oh, no. Well, 
Tobin doesn't really give a shit. Like to him, the the rest of the crew who's not us four is like you're less subhuman. <laughs> you're part of the tool. You're part of the toolkit. Like, <laughs> let's just say, um, I will be waiting in the dark, uh, underneath a light pole pose or a light for him to come home after curfew. Strike it, <laughs> stroking your giant ass cat. Just <laughs> <laughs> how was your day, Adelbert? <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid to know what like kidnappers I think he just gives then just like, I don't care about that. Uh so I suppose we could get a drink. <clears throat> There's bars. Yeah. Go to a pub. Yeah. So there's a there's a so okay. There's a place called the Blurred Line. <laughs> How appropriate. It's, <laughs> it is, it's a nice place to wet your whistle, right? It's a, it's a nice big establishment. Um, like a lot of the places here, you're gonna, you're gonna see some lion folk. You're gonna see some githserai. They're both gonna be like middle school dance style, uh, very much separated, um, and on opposite walls. <clears throat> but in between that. Uh, you're going to see a bunch of people kind of bustling, telling stories, very, very loud. You're going to notice a lot of these people have a smell about them. Um, and a lot of these people are just coming off of ships just like you are. And they are happy to be on firm ground and happy to drink and be with somebody they haven't been sharing a quarter with uh, for two, three weeks or whatever it is. Also, on your if you're going to the Blurred Line, you're going to notice a couple of other establishments. Um, you're going to notice uh, the Wicked Walk, which is um, they make some of the tastiest, spiciest food. Uh, they specialize in seafood and stuff like that. And Michael, if you're playing anti Michael, then you might want to just fill up on shellfish. Just, just, just. <laughs> it's like the, that that establishment is the anti me and anti Michael because like, yeah, it's spicy and yeah, just yeah. yeah. So they they make all kinds of stuff. Now, what's interesting about uh, what's interesting about Westport is that if there's one thing this this little city knows how to do. It's to cater to all demographics. They, the, 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 the number of shops and stuff, sometimes it's a small stall, sometimes it's a big building and stuff like that, but they get hyper-specific about stuff. So there's a couple of different brothels. Um, one's called Thunderbosom, which is um, boisterous. Like, they have... They, they, look... People go to Thunderbosom, know what they're about, son. Um, uh, and uh, there's the uh, the admired bulge. Um, oh my God, these places. <laughs> <laughs> what what a job to sit here and think of fun, <laughs> funny, awful names. Yeah, I really gamed the system. I don't know how I fell ass backwards into this, but that's pretty awesome. And then I get to write a book about it later. <laughs> oh, yeah, these are going to be... Co- wow, yeah, these are going to have to be like... The Admiring Bulge was established in our, the year of our Lord, 1525. <laughs> God, I love this job. That's pretty cool. Um, so uh, th- there's going to be a bunch of different places that you're going to see just kind of like uh, you're going down Main Street, as it were. And you're going to see, like, there are 
<clears throat> there are ladies. Uh, they're on a balcony, and um, the goods are on display, as it were. They're kind of bending over to give uh, to give you know ample view. Likewise, the fellas. <clears throat> How can I put this? Cyberpunk character creators. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, it's not that crude, but there is... There is... <laughs> Don't be sexist, Mandy. Um, the, the... I can imagine the swinging in the window, and I'm like, no! <laughs> well, okay. There's an outfit um, that they've come up with here in Westport, uh, the fellas. And it displays something... Um, commonly referred to as ball cleavage. Now, they kind of like like very um uh very Captain Morgan kind of got their kind of got their foot up on uh, foot up on a chair, kind of hanging in the balcony, just waving to passers-by as their lower bits wave to passers-by. And <laughs> um they're you know, they're very friendly. They're very it's like, "Hey, how you doing?" that type of thing, like, you know, to everyone. Like, you know, um, you're going to smell that. No, stop this. Stop it, Mandy. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter. Um, We're just talking about balls. I know, but. Um, and then smell. It's like, no. I don't think we can smell them from where we are. No. <laughs> they're, couple, they're like a floor, like two floors up. <laughs> not with your perception, you Jack. No. Like, you're not yeah. going to, you know. They're not going to put the smelly guys up there. No, side. that's not. You're not going to reel people the, in with. A grade. A grade prime beef goes on display. Yeah, that's top shelf. You're not getting top the shelf. Wednesday at noon crew. You know, you're yeah, getting yeah, the those guys. Yeah, those guys are in the back. Yeah, so, fine. The, you know, the, if you're poor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, but we're rich. <laughs> you're gonna smell, <laughs> um, this this kind of sweet and pungent aroma. It is, uh, it, it, it smells like a cross between like, um. Uh, like a very like um, like a like a spicy Cajun kind of a like a oh man uh, like it's crab meat infused with like Old Bay and kind like it's 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 not just that but there's like a there's like a like a you know like a like a pepper to it or something like that you're like mm, okay like it's so abundant in the air you can taste it in the back of your throat like it's mm -hmm. it's that kind of it's like holy shit what is that and um outside of the wicked walk <clears throat> they're gonna have um people cooking uh they're they're covered with this little canopy but it is these large metallic bowls um and th they have these like uh two like a two-handed grip on it and they're just like spinning it in the air kind of like you're, you're gonna see this seafood medley get tossed in the air and come out this big flame kind of shoot up it is a big spectacle and it is wafting through this little city um it is impossible not to smell I'd cool. it's like, like a picture yeah no yeah. It, yeah it's it's like uh yeah, it's like um, like a Hell's Kitchen type of thing where it's like oh yeah, the like, sign's on fire like it's you know they, like they're trying to draw people in like Louisiana, like a New Orleans almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cool. And do you sit around it in groups of people, like a hibachi? Yeah, it's a little, it's a little <laughs> Benihana. There... It's a little, like you know, 
Oh, I miss Benihana, man. Yeah, don't you miss people and going to places and things? Well, people, people, no. <laughs> well, someone's got to toss the shrimp. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> some some, some people talk to them. Yeah, some people. Some people. It's the hero we deserve. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Tuck like, like, uh, nudges. Tobin and his like, like leans over with his head, like nods that way, and it has like that sniff of like, hmm, hmm. Do you say? Oh. Tobin looks and smells it. Ah, uh, yeah, it smells pretty good. I get. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to go looking for those pits just yet. And like he realized he he realized he said it a little too loud. He's like, yeah, food, food sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't you tell me? That the pits find you. Hey, he's like, shut. <laughs> oh, sorry. Can I, can I, can I roll perception? I want to hear these. You know what? Let's see. <laughs> you're the, you're the captain. Maybe you're plugged in. Yeah. I just want to, I just want to know. <sighs> okay. Oh my God. She knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, that's a 19. You, I, I think, here's the thing. You guys have been together for a little bit. You, I think a good captain kind of knows what, you know, it's like, look, you've shown up before with weird bruises. Like, either you're <laughs> into some really rough trade or you're getting into fights. Just want to know if I heard him. That's all. <laughs> Man, I've <laughs> never, <No>. I. <laughs> Locked and loaded. Yeah. I. <laughs> Anybody that's in a relationship has like <laughs> when you least expect it, that's good. <laughs> and your mother. Oh god. Oh. <laughs> ah, I like to imagine I'm like starting to imagine that like I actually have like a really good relationship with Adelbert and he tells me everything. <laughs> that would be sick. And nobody knows. But, like, even he doesn't know. He doesn't know that he's, like, he's just, it's like, yeah, this is what happened today. Like, he's not narking. We just have a really good friendship. So, Adelbert's Dwight from The Office is what you're saying. <laughs> Dwight was malicious, though. Like, he was a yeah. suck-up. Like, Adelbert is just like, oh, we're having tea and talking. Like, he's just like, you know, like. <laughs> Tell me about your day, Adelbert. Oh, the crew was just talking about mutiny, but then they stopped. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> I'd love to have him, like he tries to explain anything about like anything Tuck has said and just like I think it was food I think it was <laughs> yeah he just, he just explained what Tuck wanted <laughs> I think he's gonna kidnap somebody I don't I'm not not 100% <laughs> let's go get some food and drink and drink so oh, yeah. sitting down here um you are going to like they could tell you're out of towners, right? They're gonna they're gonna kind of play it up a bit. There's um, they have these wonderful chicken dishes, and what they do is they take butter and they sort of inject it into chicken breast and then saute it <laughs> over like um, uh, over this flame so that there's this this little crunchy brown part that that is around the outside of the chicken breast, but like. 
not enough to make it crunchy, just like there's this little like browned up butter bit. Um, and then they top the entire thing with, um, well, it's like a homemade macaroni and cheese. Like it kind of spills over and like, it's, oh, it's, uh, it's so good. Like, why, how is Westport not like the tourist attraction of the world? (laughs) I mean, there's so, okay. There is a, you gotta get to it first. That's the thing. You gotta, it's, it's, it's like, okay. Do you remember? So, okay, you weren't there, but, like, Ian took us to a little out-of-the-way place in fucking Atlanta, which is to say, let's go through this abandoned complex of fucking buildings and get stabbed. He, he does the same thing here. Uh, he, took us to this brunch spot. <laughs> he, he took Sam and I to this, and my friend Peter, you met Peter, he took us to a brunch spot, and it was, like, North Hollywood, but it did not look like North Hollywood. <laughs> it was, like, here's this block of businesses, but three of them are fucking shut down. Oh, and here's this very nice and expensive brunch place. I was like, oh, if it wasn't for this line. Yeah, he's for sure. If it wasn't for the line of like 35 people outside the door, I would have never known. Uh, It's it's you. He knows these places where it's like you have to have been there and known it. And it's like, have you been to fucking Atlanta before? How do you know about old lady gang? Did you Google this? Did you like what? And like, yeah, he's just got this confidence about him when it comes to food. Like he just knows. Anywho, Mm -hmm. um, let me ask you guys a question. Uh, Tobin and um, uh, and uh, Tuck. Uh, Jesus, I almost said Tug. Tuck. Um, how? Sorry, <laughs> Are you guys kind of exuding an energy that's like we're looking for some action? Are you like how? Okay, are you doing that thing where you're carrying yourself in a certain way, like you're like you're at a biker bar or something like that, and you're just like sizing people up, or are you just like eating food and enjoying yourself? Are you going full anime right now? Ooh, I don't know. What, what would you do, Tuck? I feel like he'd always be looking for the food first, uh, but then he'd be looking for, like, are there any games being played? Is there any of the signs that he t- was learned about, like, what he did back in Brightport for finding these things with his previous person and then with Tobin about how he'd find the way in? So he's looking for the signs that he's mm. been taught looking for games, looking for people just not being outright, also looking tough, but those little signs, but first food. So like, it's like food first. And then it's like, what's going on over there? Yeah. I think uh, Tobin would pick up on his cue. I think you've all realized Tobin is lazy as fuck. He lets other people do the work for him. So he's letting Tuck do the work and he's just going to like kick back. And anything that Tuck picks up on, he'll like double check on it as well to make sure it's not just like a dead end, but Food, food is the, definitely the first thing as well. Let's do a thing. Ah, <clears throat> oh, lovely. 19. <laughs> a stranger is going to approach Tuck. And he's going to walk up to your table not say a word, but just drop this stone on your table. It's this flat, uh, it'd be great for like skipping over a pond, something like that. But there is a symbol etched into the surface of it that sort of looks like a jagged snowflake. And he's going to bend down and whisper in Tuck's ear, Quarry, south of town. And he's going to kind of like hold up a fist like in his face. And then he's going to just kind of like slink away real quick. 
the fighting pit in this town is a literal pit. <laughs> but I think if it weren't for him being taught and then had to do this enough times, this would be like very confusing. But I think he's been taught, and this has been the thing that he's been doing. So I think he picks up on it. He maybe doesn't understand what the symbol means, or if it was just like, oh, cool stone. And it really was the whole, like, south of town. Like, the whole, like, ah, 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 yep. Honestly, you've probably met a lot of guys with that accent. <laughs> yeah, <probably. laughs> uh-huh. And so I'll um, assume Tobin was probably right next to me, or, or sit next to me, or, or however they were arranged, like... I lean over and give him the info, and I give him the rock, because the rock means absolutely nothing to me. Tobin takes the stone. Huh. A little flashier than what I'm used to normally. You know, it's a chair over the head or something. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this, I mean, he looks at the symbol. Obviously, he has no idea what this is, probably. It's more of a local thing. Yeah, Yeah, he's never been. He's never, technically, I've never been to Westport. So he looks at it uh, and then pockets it for later in case they have to show it. Um, and they'll ask Tuck, that guy, did he, did he seem tough? I mean, I couldn't tell he's got all the, you know, the mysterious, ooh, ooh, you know, couldn't really tell. He looked wiry. Huh. Okay. Maybe he's a warm up. Yeah. Maybe. Um, not too confident about the talent, but usually that means, uh, you know, in and out deal, we can spend more time doing other stuff. Yeah. Like more food. Oh, definitely. As they look, I would say they both look over to like wherever the kitchen area is in here. Both like sigh. <laughs> There's a dessert cart. Oh. And what they do is they have. Uh, sort of like a a flan crumble, right? So it's kind of this thick custard. um, And then on top of it, there's sort of a graham crackery layer. And there's this um, this weird brown topping. And if you you ask about it, um, it's, it's something called bean leavings. Like, it's not incredibly attractive um, in terms of a name but it smells delicious this is world renowned bean leavings took months to get here but man it has become a hit all the way from where Jason well um, Asterhold originally uh, and then it got you know it got kind of imported uh, to to Brightport and then of course you know uh, expansion hmm How's the marketing for this product done successfully, I hope? Well, it's uh, aggressive uh, because mm. mostly it's um, uh, it's what call uh, they call them uh, food runner. Um, and someone like um, like in a Macy's will spritz you down with like a cologne. Uh, this person <laughs> will run up with a spoon and it's like, taste this. And it's just it's like a it's like a little puddle of gloopy brown on on a spoon and just tries to like open the hanger like he just just runs up and tries to put it in your mouth a lot of chipped teeth i assume i mean they usually use a wooden spoon because you know you learn right um (laughs) 
<laughs> but yeah, no, it's 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 a, it's a lot of chipped teeth because people get punched in the fucking face trying to put things in people's <laughs> mouths. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I would assume we eat whatever the 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 main delicacy, the main course. I'm sure Tuck is is a big eater. I know Tobin is a big eater just based based on the the class that he, he has. Uh, they have this spongy cake that comes in seven layers. So it's 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 this tall... So what they do is they, they give you like a vertical slice of this cake and there's this jammy fruit in between each layer. So it's like, oh, there's this red kind of strawberry liquidy kind of puree. And then there's kind of this blueberry and here's some raspberry and here's... So as I'm you... I'm so hungry. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the third food you described, man. So Don't as me. you eat, it's like, oh, that's kind of sweet. Ooh, that's a little tart. Ooh, that's kind of tangy. Like you're you're getting through. It's like, oh, it's like a different taste to go with this spongy angel food type of cake, which is just pairs well with everything. I feel like Tobin and Tuck are looking at the captain like, please. <laughs> Can we have one? Can we have one, please? Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's get a all. Oh, get the sampler. Um, I picked the right boat. <laughs> I'll pay for dinner. I don't care. Just a dinner. Someone's going to approach <laughs> Lee at a certain point. I'm imagining Lee's with the group here. Yeah. But um, as you're eating, so if you've been to Atlanta uh, during con season, there's a phenomenon known as shilling. And whether you're eating or walking or talking, it doesn't matter. Someone will come up to you with a pamphlet or a flyer or an advertisement or a leaflet, and they will shill to you. And uh, someone is going to walk on up <clears throat> while Lee is eating. Why, this looks like a lady who knows the value of a good weapon. Um, curly mustache. Uh, kind of a wiry fella, tall, mostly legs. This guy's all legs. Like he's like he's like a like if you pushed him over real good, he'd like stumble back like he's on stilts. We will be mid bite. Just kind of look up slowly. Eye him. Put the bite in her mouth and chew and just and just stare. <laughs> just waiting. Like no, <laughs> no words. Just kind of like. Just like, yes, either tell me or go away. So when a person does this, they're, they're kind of looking to get a hook into you. Like they're, 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 they're trying to gauge you. And if you're just giving him like a fucking stone cold stare, like he's going to be, he's just kind of like, huh? And then he's not seeing anything, you know, no reciprocation. Like you got to give him something. It's a relationship. So he's, he's like, well, that being said, ma'am, he's just going to keep going with his spiel. <clears throat> um, and he's he's going to try and give you this um, this bald kind of a like a scroll type of thing. And as he approaches you with it, he's going to like yo-yo it and just like, bam, like it's going to like fold out. And it is uh, it is a coupon for 10 percent off. Um, um, and. It is the local weaponsmith. 
and he's trying to you know trying to wheel and deal like he's you know um so it's called the kick and cod piece and um that you know weapons and armor obviously uh there's a blacksmith on site weaponsmith on site they do repairs they do uh custom fittings they do uh they do all kinds of stuff 10 percent off is he wearing armor no it's more like <clears throat> like a like a red and white striped getup like very eye-catching very annoying visually mm. okay we will just look down at the pamphlet, kind of look it over really slowly, like making him sweat, just like taking in every word. Then she'll pick it up. She'll put it in her pack. And then she'll do that gesture, just like with the fingers, just go. You may go like, oh, wow, that's heartbreaking. Um, so, hmm. Let's see if this. D- okay. On a scale of one to ten, how much does this affect him? Ten being the most affected. He is devastated. Oh, no. Um he's like you made him rethink his job. Like he like his life decisions leading up to that. It's like maybe I don't have it anymore. Maybe my wife was right. Like he's going to walk away <laughs> and like just <laughs> Maybe I should have taken that job off or whatever. I should have went back to school. Like he's very like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> Some kind of shoulders slumped, he's going to kind of meander away. <laughs> they told me this was a good position. I was told that the rates were... <laughs> Plenty of room for advancement, they said. Like, that's just... Like, <laughs> Glass ceiling my ass. <laughs> and I think once he's out of sight, she'll just kind of, like, take out the thing and hand it to Delphi and be like, might be a good source. Never know. Unless they have shit, but... And then she'll go back to eating, like whatever. <laughs> Devastated a man, you know, whatever. Destroyed all in a day's work. Adelbert is going to excitedly, <clears throat> excitedly approach the table, and um, he's gonna breeze right past Delphi and go to Tobin and lean down and start whispering in Tobin's ear. Okay, I, 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 I talked, I talked around and I found somebody. Um, he's going to, like, this is going to be, like, perceptible to Delphine, like, you know, and he's, so... I'm, like, thinking, like, light up as, like, Lee, Delphine, Tobin, Tuck. <laughs> like, yeah, like, <laughs> you can see it in your head, but, like, you can hear, like, the whispers and stuff like that, so he's, he's going to, like, okay, <clears throat> word for word, he's saying, all right, I've found somebody. Um, the, there's a, a, a small pack of lion folk uh, on the edge of town, and they're looking for new weaponry, and they're looking to talk to new suppliers because their old supplier they had a falling out with. They want to meet with you on the edge of town, not, not outside. I was quite, uh, uh, quite uh, worried about violence. So it is inside town, but right on the edge uh, in an, uh, an abandoned alley next to um, an abandoned building. Yes. Yes. Tobin nods. Alright. Good work, buddy. Good stuff. Give him a little, like, pat on the cheek. Ta, 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 ta. I want um, food. I just ate two burritos. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let's That's all get food after food. this. <laughs> Alright. I could go for, some, like, a cheesecake. 
Like, after, yeah, especially after Jason describing all the desserts, I'm like, damn, Oreos, yes, cake sounds hella good. It's all mm, going to like the next Pazuki. Oh, Pazuki. Oh, that was Pazuki, man. I can't even eat those anymore. I'll probably die if I have like. <laughs> oh, no. It's part of getting older, like, man. One piece. I can have like one piece, and it's like, well, that's me for a week. Dude, I made I made peanut butter fudge the other day, and mm. I I ate half of the pan. Oh, most <laughs> nice! But but then I literally woke up the next morning vomiting because the acid reflux was so oh. bad. Mm. Yeah, I'm no doctor, but you know, you're you know when you're adult win. Yes. The words acid and then I couldn't eat it for like I couldn't eat anything with sugar for mm. like a week. Oh. That's like me and pizza. If I eat too much pizza. Hashtag worth it. Yeah. It's the middle of the night. It's just me like, oh, God, oh, I'm coming, Jesus. Oh, I'm on my way. <laughs> I used to be able to put away things that if my 40-year-old self looked at, it's like, ooh, too rich. Like, it's like I've never felt older than, like, it's just like waking up the next day and having that food hangover of, like, it's like, what did I put in me? Oh, God. Oh, like, God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, God. Jesus. Just make it go away, and I'll never. <laughs> I'll only do it like once more this yes. year. Only during like the, the holidays. Guy, the guy from like the Mummy Benny, and he has all the different religious <laughs> iconography. He's like, ha, ha, ha. oh boy, the like, whole Moses. I yeah. love that movie. That's me sitting on the toilet afterwards, like, oh, Tom <laughs> Cruise, Scientology, please. Oh, what the hell were we talking about before? Ah, arms deals. Uh, Talking about arms arms deals. So Tobin will give him a little slap slap on the face. Good work, buddy. Yeah. And then he'll realize we're all together eating and he'll look to the captain. But you should probably let our captain know about these deals. You know, come on. That's a little unbecoming, buddy. But you said to uh, approach you directly after... I don't remember that at all, actually. Maybe he should really... And he kind of, like, he's really driving into the lie, like, come on, try to make him look bad in front of the captain. Oh, give me a bluff. Give oh, me, no, why do I... <laughs> give, me, give, me a little, give me a little subterfuge. Uh, what is it called again? It's deception. Called deception in 5e, yeah, but just... just yeah. Decepticon. Decepticon. Also, here we go, <laughs> that minus tray bomb. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. This is the fucking time you wrote. You're a dick. Yeah. Uh, so... yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> um, I'm terribly sorry, Captain. Um, I uh, stumbled upon something that could be quite the business arrangement for us. There's a group. And he's going he's gonna to go through the whole thing. Um, it's a, a local leader named Brigan. Uh, quite the gruff figure, but they are looking for weapons. They, they said uh, you should bring samples uh, of your goods, and we may be able to strike up some sort of deal. Like, he's very happy with himself. We, we could even hungry, pay for... Adelbert? We could even pay for a new kitchen. Are you hungry, Adelbert? Do you want something to eat? Oh, yes. I heard Would you s- like to sit down? Yes, please. Yes. Yeah, thank you, madam. You're quite too kind. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for the shoe to drop. I'm waiting for it. Just, you know, we must have um, been a really... <laughs> Sorry. Um, what have you been up to, Adelbert? Like, oh, I know you found that great lead for us, but what else have you been doing today? 
Uh, well, um, I'm running errands uh, for the crew, mostly. Um, I had quite a good conversation with Tobin. Uh, he, he gave me uh, he gave me some excellent pointers, actually. Tobin puts his hand up to his face like this, uh, hand covering mouth, and under his breath is like, "Oh gods." He's quite too modest to tell you, but and he's going to go into this big spiel about like, and basically it's going to be one of those stories that splinters off into a new fucked up thing he's done in some like it's it's like oh yeah today today wasn't too bad right but then like every time Adalbert's had an idea he's run it past Tobin and you're going to see that this probably extends back weeks. <laughs> And but to him, he's bragging up his buddy. He is like, oh, you, you, you know, you should get a raise maybe at some point. Like he's he's quite he's quite adept at finding these wonderful ideas, and I'm sure he's run them up the flagpole to you, madam. Um, did Tobin give you my list of things that I need? Oh. Uh, uh. No, I I I I didn't get that at all. Do you want me to go get you some things? I I could do that right now. Well, I wish you'd asked me earlier. Um, I mean, it's just the usual list for Gilbert, so. He is going to stand up. He probably, like, okay, if you guys have this communal food pile, like, he probably had a fork up to his mouth and he's going to drop it and stand up abruptly. I am so sorry for the oversight, madam. I will, and he's like, he's like patting himself down looking for his notepad and stuff and he's just it's, I, I would get on it right away um uh extra strength kitty litter um I know the list <laughs> I will go right now oh um I saw the cutest little cat toy um which is actually just a dead real bird very large I think he'll really enjoy it it sounds very messy Oh, it was a condor, madam. I, I think it's it, it'll stay together quite well. I think we'll pass. I'll keep my eye out for something a bit more cleanly. Uh, and he's going to abruptly take his leave and almost fall over his chair on the way out. Mm -hmm. Guys, I think that's a good time for us to stop. <laughs> oh, man. Gonna, I, you know who I realized I am? I'm Job. Oh God, you are Job! I'm fucking Job. He oh. thinks he's charismatic, but he's rolling around with a five. <laughs> I've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> it was it was as soon as I did the were we talking like he has his arm around Adelbert where I was like, oh fuck. Oh, that's terrible. But you know what? Just get into it, man. Just veer into it, fuck. <laughs> I think you guys, uh, you guys might make a sale next time we sit down. Yeah, but if we pick the line for the others, well, that what was our whole plan? I don't remember. I, I don't know what your it. plan is either. You came here. Yeah, I got some shit money. Stuff. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't care. Our, I think what was that when we were talking on the group board? It was like, oh, we're gonna sell to them both and just profit off both of them. Oh hell yeah! I, I mean, you gotta how approach do we do that first. Yeah, I mean, we gotta be on the down low a little bit. Just be like, That's you know, true. yeah. Mm. Gotta be sneaky. I mean, I can't do anything if they do something too. bad with them afterwards. That's no, that's, that's not, no, 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 no. not my response. Swords don't well, kill people. People kill people. <laughs> 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 Jesus. 
The only thing that could stop that's a bad a guy with a spear is a good guy with a spear. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, that's that's right. right. Another bad guy with a bow. Yeah. Oh yeah, we have spears. Is that what we're carrying? Oh, you guys have... have bows. We have bows. And, uh, and something. Your exact. Your we have five hundred spears that are decent and two hundred longbows that are fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Never words you want to use when describing merchandise. <laughs> well, okay, fine. okay. The decent one, there's no way to put panache on that, right? The fine though, you can just like they're fine. Like oh, you, you can kind of no. you can put a little spin on that, do a little boys to men on it, and like it sounds sexier than it is. I like that. I love okay. that boys to men was my fucking reference for. <laughs> hey, but I got it. I got it. Nothing wrong with a little soul. On TikTok, that, don't that reference. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Uh, tonight was fun. I don't know if we got a lot of D&D done, but we definitely... <laughs> I mean, I think it was necessary. You know, it's been over a month. And... Oh, this was a good game to come back into, I feel like. It was good to just yeah. slide back in. It's like, here's some social problems, you dumb kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we don't need more combat, because I will die. Yeah, Mandy's just recovering from you know, being a statue. Yep. I hope I make everyone else bust out into laughing as much as everyone did with the the black market comment. We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. Please don't go anywhere. Today for our Patreon clip, we're going to be listening to 10 minutes of Living in Theria. That's the show where our Discord server votes on 15 different questions in order of importance. And we sit and try to answer them to the best of our ability without spoiling too much for the show. Now, we've been doing this show for a very long time, and we might be doing a show starting in January that tackles the lore side of things. So instead of it being just about mechanics or a person, place, or thing in Theria, this would be more of a story bent type of thing. But for today, listen to 10 Minutes of Living in Theria. Please let us know what you think. And if you want to hear the rest of the episode, you could swing on by our Patreon at patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R and listen to the rest of Living in Theria and tons of different shows on there that we post every single month. We really hope you enjoy it. And without further ado, here's Living in Theria. Howdy, everybody. Welcome to Living in Theria, the show where you ask 15 questions uh, and the community votes on them in order of importance. And then we sit and try and answer them all. I'm Jason. I'm Brianna. And happy holidays. We're recording this on Christmas Eve. We are, because we never stop. We'll never stop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So to kick us off, I wanted to let you guys know that just because it's Christmas Eve, uh, we had like seven people who got nine votes, which is the lowest number that made it into the 15 questions. So that made it go up to like 19 questions. So I prioritized the ones that were asked first and then just made it 15 questions. Right. Um, I know we've talked about doing that in the past, but I just wanted to let everyone know in case you were surprised by your question not getting in the cut, even though you got the same amount as someone else. Um, so with that said, would you like to get going on these? Sure, let's do it. Heck yeah. Uh, starting with nine votes, Ivana Lovegood slash Ashley would like to know, as someone with a major sweet tooth, can you tell us more about the sweets in Theria? We know chocolate wasn't created until very recently. Yeah, we... 
Oh my! Well, did that episode go live yet? Yes, it did. Okay, so they were um, they were up in Sant, and we uh, we kind of played with that idea, and like uh, uh, in Talor too. Like that was um, that was like a cutesy thing. Like chocolate is getting around. Like it's it's like oh my god, sliced bread! How, <laughs> that's amazing. Like it, it's it's one of those things. A lot of it is more natural flavors and stuff. Like. <clears throat> like slightly sugar uh sugar enhanced fruits and stuff like that like um like a strawberry puree mm-hmm. that that kind of has like a little sweetening to it and stuff that goes right. on top of desserts cuz it's it's really tough you have to go back and look at history and see yeah, what they, they made they had some weird stuff and it's fu- okay if you go back to the 60s and 70s mm-hmm. cookbooks were fucking weird back then because yes. microwaves we existed and they're like holy shit we gotta Put spam in a microwave and then dump jelly on it right like, why it's why would we do that weird shit like that so um going back to you know if you want a medieval influence and stuff like that um if you pay attention to uh, the uk and japan and stuff mm-hmm. like that you can kind of get an idea. Japan still only has like <clears throat> sweet adjacent desserts. Like they don't. It's like oh, this is like a crushed bean paste cake. It's yeah. like what the fuck? Like <laughs> wh- okay, like I-, I love a lot about Japan. Their candies are pretty good. They're they're generalized <clears throat> desserts. They most most places in Japan that like serve desserts are heavily influenced by European right. desserts now because their desserts are like okay, so we took some rice, right? And added a little honey to it, and then put a peach on top. It's yeah. like, that's I, everything except the rice. <laughs> it sounded fine. And it's 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 tough, because we're used to, like, uh, this is a salted caramel-centered Ghirardelli yeah. dark chocolate. Fuck it. It's like, we're used to flavor explosions. Fucking yes. <laughs> and this is like, well, this isn't meat. This is pretty nice for a dessert. Like, it's right. like, that's So it's tough to... Have now that being said, it is a fantasy world, mm-hmm. so you can have um, you can have like kind of like almost potion mixtures that are that are sweet and stuff. And as we get into the new arc, it's like I, the edibles of Faria, right? Like I want to, <laughs> <clears throat> I'm trying to get better at describing exactly what a city feels like and what their food vendors are selling. And so I want to mm-hmm. get more into that stuff, especially because if we're having a cookbook section of the next. A book. Yes. I want to be able to do stuff like that and try to yeah. mimic those flavors. Um, that actually reminds me of something that I heard. Um, I, w- I don't remember what I was watching. It was some historical thing. And it's like, <clears throat> humans, like, we have a thing where historically people have bad teeth. That's actually not true. You go back far enough before the discovery of a certain yeah, thing, yeah. people had amazing teeth. And then eventually they they found sugar, yep. and they didn't even know what to do with it yet, but they would just take spoonfuls of it and yeah. shove it in their fucking faces. Yeah, no, like, we're not we're not a species that does um, moderation. I, let's go with moderation. Yeah, I mean we're gluttonous, is what I was yes. going to go with. But yeah, no, we're we we don't do a little bit of anything. Yeah. And then they would just take anything abrasive, and that's what they would use to brush their teeth. Oh, no. Yeah, Yeah. just anything abrasive, because it makes your teeth feel clean. But what they were really doing was destroying their teeth. Just erasing the enamel and stuff, yeah. Um, Anyway, so that's fun. Another one with nine votes is I'm the Seventh, who wants to know, 
With this being the last month of 2020, thank God, um, <laughs> if an evil genie curse or whatever forced you to relive it, what would you do differently knowing that knowing what was going to happen? Oh, shit. How would you deal with 2020 Groundhog Day if you woke up January 1st and it was January 1st, 2020? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> okay, one. Jesus. Okay. So this did, So this isn't so much about Theria, but us. Yes. I think. So, I think okay. So. Firstly, <clears throat> I wouldn't prep for a Dragon Con. I oh, wouldn't God, no. I wouldn't sit and try to wire a fucking set and do a bunch of shit and waste my goddamn time. <laughs> uh I wouldn't I man, there's so much. <clears throat> I wouldn't sweat the election. I wouldn't like I mean, I'd vote and everything like I did, but like I'm not going to sit and fucking obsess over it if I already knew the outcome. Hell yeah. And let's okay, let's throw out the oh, you know lottery numbers and all that shit. Cuz I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't pay <laughs> attention. Lottery numbers. However, um, knowing what was to come financially, I would, I, I, I'd get a few things ready. I'd print less books, mm-hmm. uh, and focus on an online component like Fantasy Grounds, Roll20, um. I feel like that was all decided by January, though. I mean, if, if, if you could do a, here's the thing, we didn't print shit. Until April. That's true. So, like, if we could do a stop the presses, guys, don't ask me why I know, but I know we don't need this many. We do, we're not going to be signing shit for people. There are not going to be book release parties. There's not going to be. It's like, don't worry about it. Well, why? Get comfy in your house. Don't, so, I don't know. Stuff like that, I guess. I'd fuck with people online. I would, I would predict, quote, like, I'd make a new account, and I'd be that person who predicts things weeks and months before they happen. Like, mm-hmm. hey, guys, you know Shane Dawson? You know your unproblematic fave? <laughs> like, <laughs> guess what, motherfuckers? He fucks cats. He fucks cat. Like, I would just mess He'll with He'll tell people. you he doesn't. Yeah. But he fucked that cat. <laughs> if anyone needs to put out a tweet. Yeah. <laughs> would they go into detail about how they didn't fuck a cat? Like, one particular cat. Not, like, in general. Yeah, no. But, like, anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry for any any Shane Dawson stands out there. I'm sure we have many on our Discord. God, I hate that figure of speech. Stands? I hate yeah. it. I hate it. I just... I just hate it. It's dying out. Good. And that mentality's dying out. I Good. think the, the, the time of the stan is almost over. Unless we went back to the beginning of 2020. No, then it'd be... Yeah. Um... I think people are starting to realize, like, oh, that's a really toxic mentality that I should yes. have been part of. <laughs> but, yeah. Did you hear the end of that song? I just, it just, <laughs> fuck. It, it's like, I don't know. I've, I've made the comparison before. It was like in the early 2000s when everyone had a fucking Scarface yeah. poster up. And it's like, yeah, man, I'm like Scarface. It's like, watch the last 40 minutes of that movie. <laughs> you shouldn't be like Scarface. Uh, and also money stuff. Like, I'd be... Yeah. Oh, I'd I mean, start looking for apartments sooner. Oh, I love where Jesus, we are, though. The whole, yeah. I don't know. I like I, I like, where, I like we where we ended up. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but it is like where we ended up. Yes. It wasn't exactly. like, it, you know what I mean? We fell ass backwards into this apartment, yeah. and thankfully we like it. Um, Roscoe, Rob of Wonder, also nine points. Um, wasn't <clears throat> ever decided or mentioned what happened to Trixie when she didn't follow group two through the end, through the gate, to end up at Jadzia and Valis's wedding. I think they mean Layla? No. Or is that Trixie? Uh, well, at the time, I think Trixie was... Yeah, okay, let's talk about let's talk about some stuff. Um, so, 
Because Layla followed Trixie. Trixie yeah. got eaten by werewolves. It was not ambiguous for the most part. Like, I think everyone knew, like, she did not show up at that, like, right. the and rendezvous. It, <laughs> so, okay, we recently talked about Mac on a... What oh, was that? Fuck, I don't know what we were doing. I think oh, it, it was, was the survey results. The survey results, right. Yeah. It, 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 you know, so the DM player relationship is symbiotic on both ends. Yes. I can write a whole bunch of shit. I can I I you know, I could do everything I can to get people interested. I could lead a horse to water, but I cannot make them drink. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode that was the last one of 2020. It has been a year. Um, Congratulations on getting through it. Thank you for listening to us all year. Thank you for letting us keep you company. Now, we've been working on a ton of stuff, and in January, we're going to come out swinging. Every time that there is a month with five Mondays in it, you're going to get a bonus episode. We're going to be catching up with people and places and characters and stories that we just didn't get a chance to wrap up before and we are going to visit those places and hopefully put a bow on certain things or at least catch you up to date on what's going on there in the meantime please enjoy the rest of your year we really hope that you're healthy and happy and let's try to make 2021 way better than 2020 thank you everyone we love you guys so much and until next time good luck with your games